You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with Bill Chastain, our MLB.com Rays reporter. It's kind of that quiet time in the offseason before the hot stove really gets heated up. It was awards week around Major League Baseball, but nothing brewing there for the Rays. Uh, there is a question and answer section on Rays.com on, on the website right now with Vice President of Baseball Ops, Heim Bloom, and some interesting stuff in there, Bill. Um, one thing that stood out to me is some optimism. He believes the Rays can be a playoff team in 2018. Do you agree with him? Sure. I mean, you know, you, you look back at how close they came really this year. They were significant until almost the end of the season. Uh, you know, the ball bounces the right way a couple of ways, you know, a couple of times there towards the end. And, and who knows, they might have been in there. You know, as it is, they finished in third, which is better than they had. And that represented a, you know, a 12 win improvement. So um, they go into next year. And then I, I really like the way they're, they're very strong up the middle, uh, you know, with Kiermaier in center at your very at, um, uh, shortstop, uh, I don't know who's going to be at second, but, you know, they've got some pretty good candidates there. And then they've got two catchers. And um, so, uh, it, you know, I, I think from that aspect, it looks pretty strong. And, and, the, and the starting pitching looks good. Yeah, that's always the strength, or it needs to be the strength for this team, and it continues to look like it will be in 2018. Uh, he spoke about some young players as well, and obviously if the Rays organization is to be successful, they need to keep producing young talent coming up through the system. Um, guys like Jake Bowers, who seems ready to go. Willie Adamez is a guy that some people are talking about as maybe a, a guy that could make a run at a Rookie of the Year award. Brent Honeywell, same thing. If he gets the opportunity, you mentioned the good, talented rotation. But if there's an opening there, Brent Honeywell, a guy who pitched in the Futures game last year, could step in there. So there is, beyond the guys you just mentioned that are ready to go in 2018, there's also a next generation kind of starting to knock on the door. Yeah, and, you know, for the first time in a while, it looks like they've got some position players that are kind of knocking on the door, and that's always been a little bit of their bugaboo from their farm system. You know, they were producing pitchers but having a hard time with position players, and it does look like they've got some coming up. I'm I'm a big fan of Bowers. I think this guy's the real deal. Um, I like Willie Adamas a lot. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I think Bowers might get a better shot than Adamas because there's an opening at first. But, uh, you know, who knows what, what might happen. I mean, I, I fully expect uh, Hetcheverry to be back at shortstop. And if, maybe if they don't get off to a good start and, and Hetcheverry becomes expendable, they trade him and put uh, Adamas at short. Or maybe Adamas gets a shot to play second base. But I really don't think they want to mess with him too much. Uh, I think they kind of see him as the shortstop of the future. So I don't think he's going to be the shortstop unless, you know, you see Hetcheverry go somewhere else. One other question that was asked of Bloom was if he considered 2017 a disappointment. You talked about the fact that they finished third and it was an improvement over 2016, but he actually said he did. He thought it was a disappointment that the team did not make the postseason. I think that's a good sign for fans to see that, that even though the team had a pretty good year and finished third in the division, um, upper management not satisfied with that. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think it, uh, I think that was a fair assessment on his part. They they tried to do some things at the at the break and to improve the team, and it looked on paper like they did. I know I get asked a lot by readers uh, whether or not you know those those trades disrupted the chemistry, and I thought they had one of the better chemistries I've seen uh, in the time I've been covering the team. But sometimes chemistry doesn't translate to wins, and 
just some of the stuff didn't work out and, you know, they, they didn't get there. But um, so I think more from that aspect, they're probably more disappointed than anything. All right, when you look at this roster going forward into 2018, Nathan Avaldi is obviously a guy that this team took a chance on uh, signing a guy who was obviously going down for Tommy John surgery with the hope of having him here in 2018. They pick up the club option for him. When, I guess he's about ready to go as far as health goes, um, it sometimes takes guys a little while once they're back pitching to actually really be back, but how does he kind of fit into the plans right now for this team? Oh, I think he'll have a good shot, and I think he's got—he's uh, lined up to have an off-season where he's not rehabbing. Uh, I've been—I've witnessed several guys coming back from that, and a lot of times it's not so much a matter of—and in particular, I saw Alex Cobb go through it, and and Matt Moore, and a lot of time it's—you know—they come back stronger, but it's—you know—you you forget how hard it is to find that little half an inch of the plate, uh, you know, which which their bodies and their arms are in tune to prior to getting injured. So, um, you know, he came back and pitched some, he did not pitch for the Rays at the end of the year. Uh, but I think he's having a, you know, a regular off season and, you know, he should report to spring training with a, a, a good chance to win a spot in the rotation. And he's a guy that obviously had before the injury an electric fastball with the Yankees. Sometimes it was one of those fastballs that didn't move a lot and therefore he was hit with the Yankees. But then at other times he really, showed that he could be a frontline type guy. Um, is Are there indications that that fastball velocity will be back? I, I haven't heard anything yeah. to the contrary. So, I mean, and, and I know that everybody was, uh, a lot of the other pitchers were whispering, you know, about how great he was looking. And, uh, you know, he's a very popular guy around the clubhouse. Everybody likes him. Um, but everybody seemed pretty optimistic about what he was showing out there. And, uh, you know, he had done some pretty good things with the Yankees, like you say. But, you know, and that, that's one thing you always uh, – wonder when you see a hard-thrown right-hander a lot of times hard-thrown right-handers don't have a lot of movement and sometimes that come back comes back to bite them but uh, you know we'll get a closer look at him in the spring I'm sure you mentioned Alex Cobb and and he's kind of in the news for this team as well they did send him a qualifying offer Cobb has decided to turn that down which probably isn't a surprise to anybody um, so it would have been a 17.4 million dollars I, I think the Rays would probably rather not pay that salary anyway and would love to get the pick that they will get for Cobb turning down the qualifying offer. Um, but Cobb's interesting in that he's a guy that came up through this minor league system. He had the one tremendous year in the minors where he really kind of rocketed through the system, and then it seemed like just when he was starting to really show his stuff, he had the injury. And then last year, obviously, he had a pretty good year for this team coming back. But um, do you ever wonder, Bill, at all, what he could have meant to this organization had he have not gone down with that injury and he would have not missed that basically that year and a half of time? Oh, I think it would have meant a lot because I think he was the leader of the staff. Um, I thought he knew how to pitch better than anyone on the staff, uh, was probably more of a competitor. Um, so, you know, you, you can't put a, you know, it's, it's hard to speculate on what might have happened had they had him. I, I do think they would have shown a lot, you know, had a lot more wins in the, in the win column. Yeah, certainly. And the rules are different a little bit, and they're complicated depending on uh, as far as players, where they sign, how much they make, and what will end up happening. Um, I don't know. I may, maybe I'm putting you on the spot, but I think $50 million is kind of the magic number. If Cobb was to get $50 million, I believe the Rays will get a pick after the first round. Is that right? That's my understanding. Yeah. But like you said, it's pretty complex, and um, I think both of us would get brain freeze if we tried to uh, – <laughs> 
really get, dive too deep into it because uh, it it comes out. Uh, you know, when when you're dealing with big money, there's a lot of different constraints. Yeah, and the Rays are one of the teams that, as a small market team, actually can benefit a little more from these situations than big market teams under the new CBA. It's a lot different than it used to be where everybody just kind of got that first pick. Um, All right, one more thing I want to touch on with you before we get to uh, some Thanksgiving thoughts is uh, Chris Archer, because obviously there's bound to be rumors again about trading Chris Archer. It sounds like this team has no intentions of doing that. Uh, well, you know, he continues to be the guy everyone really wants. I mean, you know, he's like the shiny Corvette. He's got the great stuff. Everybody comes, and I think everybody wonders, you know, or kind of thinks if he was on their team, they might tweak him a little bit this way or that way, and, and he would finally turn the corner to become that big winner. I mean, you know, the guy gives you 200 innings and 200-plus strikeouts every year, and you just kind of scratch your head why, you know, the the win-losses aren't better, uh, why the ERA is not better. But he is again. He's the you know he's the sexy guy in the rotation, and you know um, uh, it, it it's it's kind of a you know it's it's kind of you just kind of have a hard time figuring out why it's why it's not better, uh, even though it is good. But um, you know they have him under a, a team friendly uh, contract, and I think it would really take a lot to get him away uh, from this team. Yeah, that team friendly contract a big part of that, and and obviously it would have to they'd have to be blown away to to deal Chris Archer. All right, Thanksgiving's coming up, Bill. Uh, do you have a couple of thoughts on what Rays fans right now, in between the 2017 and 2018 season, should look at their team and be thankful for? Well, you know, I already mentioned the middle of the infield, and, and but think about how many uh, Rays fans are thinking about how many off seasons they've gone and wondering about, you know, did they have two good, you know, did they have one good catcher, much less two, and uh, they will go into next season with two solid catchers. Uh, in addition to that, it's I think it's to be very thankful for they have a you know a legitimate major league shortstop, so uh, that's two really strong things to you know to consider and um, and, and 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 probably a third would be that you know they've got a solid rotation and there's more of them where where they came from. So um, I think things are looking up for them. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I think some of the um, you know it was a gamble to offer Cobb the 17.4 million. Uh, it would have really hamstrung their payroll had he accepted it. But now that uh, they have spent that or, you know, that, that it's not going to happen, you know, it'll be interesting to see if they start, uh, you know, getting more aggressive with their free agencies that now that they know they won't be spending that 17.4. All right. So a few things while you're sitting around the dinner table on Thursday, eating that turkey to be thankful for as a Rays fan. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of MLB.com Extras. A raise edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Thanks for tuning in.